Hi, it's Scott here. On these lessons episodes of my podcast, I'll be selecting my favorite lessons from various guests and episodes of Success Story. Today, my guest is Hayden Cashin. He is the Chief Executive Officer of Cashin Marketing. Hayden is a career marketer. He's worked as Head of Digital Marketing for Ottawa Sports and Entertainment Group. He's been a Digital Marketing Advisor for Poutre Noir. He has the Social Media Advisor for CPAC. He's been an instructor and co-founder for the Modern Marketing Certificate Program, and currently he serves as Chief Executive Officer at Cashin Marketing, working with some of the largest brands in the world. Today, he's going to teach you all about content marketing, some of the most core principles in creating content that resonates with your audience, and then distributing it to make sure you can get that piece of content in front of the most eyeballs possible. My name is Hayden Cashin. I'm the CEO of Cashin Marketing, and today I'm going to be talking about content and distribution. The way I look at content is three pillars. Number one, what is the goal of your content? Are you trying to sell products? Are you trying to generate leads? Are you trying to foster engagement? Are you trying to build brand depth? What is the goal of the content? Number two, who's the audience you're trying to communicate to? Is it mothers? Is it contractors? Is it athletes? Is it teenagers? Who is the audience? The content is essentially the birth child of step one, the goal, and step two, the audience you're trying to communicate to. But the third pillar is how are you going to differentiate yourself from the competitors? So I would call the third pillar the value propositions. What are the things about your service offering or your product that makes you different, aka better than the competitors? How can you position that to make you better than the competitors? The way I like to think about this is I like to study the competitors in the landscape put a list of all their value propositions, the things they're great at, and then have another list beside it of the things my business is great at. Cross-reference the two lists to find the things that my business is great at that the competitors aren't great at. Those are the core value propositions that you now want to communicate within the content. So just to summarize, the content is birthed out of what is the goal? Who are you trying to communicate to? And what are the value propositions? This concoction is what's going to make your content stand out and actually resonate with the audience and give them a compelling argument of why they should do business with you. When you have that concoction, the way I like to structure it is a hook, body, and call to action. That's a standard way to structure it. So the hook is within the first two seconds, how are you going to stop the end consumer from scrolling? Typically in a digital landscape, it'll be from scrolling. How are you going to stop them from scrolling? So you have to say something compelling that's contextual to them. So back to pillar two, the audience. If you're talking to mothers, you could simply say, are you a mother? That would be a great way to stop a mother. Or another way you could stop a mother is, is your baby crying right now? That would be a compelling way to stop a mother. If you want to stop an athlete, be, you could say something like, has um, your sport got you tired out? Is football draining you? Do you need a boost in your football performance if you're targeting football players specifically? So the hook is how you're actually going to stop them. That's all you care about. A lot of the times people try to just go right into the body and by virtue of that, they don't stop enough people and enough people don't consume the content. So the hook is very important. All you're trying to do is stop the person. Then within the body, this is where you want to communicate the value propositions. Um, once again, in a contextual way to the audience, right? So you want to say those unique value propositions from the list we cross-referenced that is going to make the end person actually 
um, compelled to do business with you based off of the contextual way you present it. So once again, if we're speaking to mothers, we may want to have the content be in an environment that mothers would resonate with. So maybe a daycare or maybe um, the living room with with a book and a candle and, and a baby stroller beside them or something of that nature. We very much want to contextualize the environment and contextualize the language, but make sure we're communicating the value propositions of the product. And then finally, we want to have a call to action on the back end. So something that's very clear, very concise, go here to XYZ or call this number to XYZ. Very clear, very concise. So to recap the two things we just talked about, how to create content is three pillars, really. What's your goal? Who's your audience? And what are the unique value propositions that are going to allow you to stand out? That's the concoction. Then you take it and you structure it in a way that is the hook, the body, and the call to action. Now, the second part of this whole talk is distribution. So that's the content side of things. If you go into the distribution side of things, the way I really see the digital landscape right now, and today is September 29th, 2021, the way I see it is TikTok and Instagram Reels are designed for growth. They're designed for for people to see your content that don't necessarily follow you. So if you can actually create content that's going to compel people to consume it, to share it, to engage with it, the algorithm is going to reward you by showing it to more people. So you have the opportunity for scale. You have the opportunity for virality on TikTok and Instagram Reels. Therefore, the content you produce, so this is an additional layer to what we just talked about. The content you produce on these channels have to be designed for virality for scale because that's what these channels are good at. That's where the opportunity is within these channels. So TikTok and Reels for scale. What you want to do from there is bring them, in my opinion, to Instagram or potentially to um, Facebook. In my opinion, some people will say YouTube too. It really just depends how your business is set up. But for a simple argument, most businesses, I would say, let's go to Instagram. And that's where it's more of a closed community. Instagram outside of Reels. So I separate regular Instagram from Reels. Instagram outside of Reels is more of a closed gated community. You don't necessarily post something and 50% of your views are new people from the discovery page. It's mostly, let's say, 95% your followers that are going to see it. So it's a closed gate. So once you get people to your Instagram, you can communicate to them more frequently because a follow is very valuable. A follow basically means now you have their attention over a long period of time until they unfollow you in theory. So what do you want to do there? On Instagram, you want to build depth. So the content, once again, going back to the content, argument we're talking about you don't want to you don't want to put a layer here for virality or scale you want to put a layer here for depth so when people come from from reels or they come from tiktok and land on your instagram page what's going to make them feel closer to you so examples of this is potentially testimonials um, potentially behind the scenes potentially the origin story of your business potentially showcasing the staff or things you're doing in the community things that are going to make people feel more warm and compelled to do business with that brand not necessarily going to go viral on tiktok your testimonial um, will probably not go viral on tiktok but when they come back to your instagram page it'll build depth with them they're going to see somebody else a third party endorsing you that's going to make them feel warmer towards your brand then finally, what you want to do from Instagram, where you build depth in there, is push them to your final objective, in my opinion. You want to either push them to your website, if that's where your final objective takes place, or potentially to YouTube, if you're a content creator. That might be the long form, where, you, where your final objective is to build a super fan, let's say, on YouTube, that's willing to consume a 20-minute piece of content. Or to your website, where you're going to sell to them or generate a lead from them. That 
in essence, is how I see content and distribution. So to recap, content is the three pillars, the goal, the audience, the value propositions. That's the concoction and the structure is the hook, then to the body where you communicate the value propositions and then to the, con- then to the call to action. And then once you have that as kind of your content framework, you want to look at the distribution channels. TikTok and Reels should be designed for growth, scale. Instagram should be designed for depth, building depth, nurturing people, really getting close to them. And then that should eventually push to your final objective on your website or on YouTube or in another place, depending on your business. That is how I see content and distribution. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, my name is Hayden Cashin. That's H-A-Y-D-E-N-C-A-S-H-I-O-N. I'm the CEO of Cashin Marketing, which basically focuses on paid digital advertising for clients in all different industries. Have a wonderful day. I know a lot of entrepreneurs listen to this show and NetSuite has been a huge supporter for entrepreneurs, for business owners, because there's one thing that we all know. Business is about making money and it's about your bottom line. And the less you spend on the nuts and bolts of running your business, the more profits you keep. But these days, everything is costing more. Supplies, people, shipping. It squeezes your margins. And I've been there juggling multiple systems for finance, inventory, you name it, each with its own costs and its own set of headaches. That's why I made the switch to NetSuite by Oracle. It's changed our company. Think about it. NetSuite is one of the top financial systems out there. It puts your whole business on one platform, accounting, finance, the works, one data source for everyone. There's no more mismatched info. And because it's in the cloud, it slashes your IT costs. No more servers, no more updates. Just access NetSuite from anywhere. With one integrated suite, your overhead drops big time. And here's the real win. Efficiency. Everything's connected in NetSuite. Costs are ridiculous lately. Find a proven way to reduce your expenses and get better performance out of your team. It's a no-brainer, and that's what NetSuite offers. Over 37,000 companies have figured this out already. You have to join them. Right now, through to April 15th, NetSuite's got an incredible, flexible financing plan. Check it out and see the savings yourself at netsuite.com slash scottclary. That's netsuite.com slash scottclary. I don't know about you, but the idea of being harassed, scammed, or even worse, all because somebody found my personal information online, that's terrifying. Our political opinions, our addresses, even stuff about our families, it's out there for anyone to grab. And did you know that data brokers are allowed to sell information on over 98% of Americans? It's scary stuff. That's why I've partnered with Delete Me. I personally use Delete Me. They're a big friend of the podcast because I put myself out there online. So safety is a huge concern. It's really scary how easy it is to find someone's details and information. But Delete Me creates a layer of protection that we all need. You tell Delete Me what you want gone and they make it disappear from those sketchy data broker sites. And Delete Me doesn't stop. They constantly monitor the web to keep your information off those lists. It's like having a privacy watchdog that never sleeps. You need to take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. They're giving a special discount for all Success Story podcast listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash success and use promo code success at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash success and enter code success at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash success. Hey everyone, I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond Bourbon. Now I don't have a lot of liquor sponsors on this show. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is actually one of my favorites. I've drank it for a few years now, and this is why we actually decided to work together. Heaven Hill Distillery, family-owned since 1935, is a great entrepreneur story, too. 
So there's five brothers. They filled their first whiskey barrels back in 1935, and their legacy still lives on today. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is aged over seven years. That's three more than required by the Bottled and Bond Act of 1897. This means the best quality, the best purity, and the best consistency. This is not just average bourbon. It's the winner of the double gold medals at multiple 2023 World Spirits competitions, and they've won the very prestigious Triple Still Award. It's a very big deal in the liquor and bourbon world. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond boasts an exceptionally smooth oak flavor, while its aroma offers a sweet blend of caramel and smooth vanilla. If you love bourbon, you need to try Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond. Available nationally, look for a bottle at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Think back to your last few days in the office. Did any of them leave you feeling really accomplished? Not the kind of day where you're running around like crazy, but where you've made real progress on something that matters. Because being busy doesn't always mean being productive. And I bet you we've all been there. And maybe it's time to rethink what it means to get things done. Today's episode is sponsored by Belay. And what they help you do is, instead of getting sucked into emails and to-do lists, they help you delegate tasks and focus on big goals. They can connect you with top-notch US-based talent who are ready to take on those time-consuming tasks that bog you down. Let's be real. There are way more important things you could be doing than bookkeeping or wrangling a packed inbox. They have virtual assistants to handle all of those pesky administrative tasks or accounting professionals to take care of all your financials. But here's the best part. You don't have to waste weeks searching for the right person. Belay's personalized matching service works quickly, sometimes matching you with the right talent to take stuff off your plate in under a week. Are you ready to try a different way of working? Check out Belay's list of the top 25 things you can delegate to a virtual assistant. It might just change your business and your life. Text success, that's S-U-C-C-E-S-S, to 55123 to get the list and to start transforming your to-do list with Belay. Thank you so much, Indeed, for sponsoring Success Story. For all business leaders out there, Indeed is a lifesaver. See, we're always driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. You're going to ditch the busy work and you're going to use Indeed for scheduling, screening, messaging, so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Clary. Just go to Indeed.com slash Clary right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Clary. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. 